Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting where today I'm going to be talking about two different parenting styles under one roof. So the big question is this, how are parents like us who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about two different parenting styles under one roof. So... When you decided to partner up with your partner or you decided to get married or you decided to procreate, uh, one thing that I don't think many of us, I know I didn't think about it, we're in puppy love, we want to get married, we want to spend our lives together, we're compatible, we like a lot of the same things, but at the end of the day, we came from different backgrounds, different parents, different lifestyles, and although we are compatible as adults, uh, as soon as that little one comes into play, or those little ones, we start recognizing some of the differences and and ways to potentially discipline or the things that are most important to raise these little ones, how we want to positively reinforce them or uh, what activities we think they should be in, uh, whether they need to be in, in my household. My wife is a firm believer of keeping our children extremely busy. Um, and I think there needs to be a certain amount of space for creativity and, um, not needing to be completely directed all the time because if you're completely directed when you have downtime you don't know what to do with it it could be a little bit destructive especially as an adult um and and the idea for me is that we're gonna create respectful responsible adults who can contribute to the to society under their own free will uh, what i mean by that is they're not going to have to have somebody tell them what to do. They're going to know what to do because they've made choices. They haven't been forced into situations. So often, more often than I care to have happen in our household, it it just happened. Um, There's a scenario where he's gone back into swim lessons. Uh, I think my son at this point is a very strong swimmer. Uh, I have the one who brought him to the swim lessons. Uh, I'm the one who has seen his progress. I'm the one that brings him to the community pool where he's going off of the 12 foot dive board and having to swim, you know, 15, 20 yards to the shore and watch him do it, you know, a hundred times in an afternoon. Uh, so I know he's a strong swimmer. Uh, my wife's the one who signs him up for all these things. Uh, and she's like, I want him back and swim. And I, I, I told her when we stopped swim lessons last time, it's been a real chore getting him to a lesson. If I say, let's go to the pool, he's all over it. If I say, let's go to a swim lesson, which is calculated amount of time, 25 minutes, they're giving him certain strokes and dolphin kicks and 
it's really not a lot of fun, right? He just doesn't want to go. And it got to winter time where we were going and it was cold. It's an indoor heated pool, but we would go and he'd be like, man, it's so cold. We'd have to bring an extra swim trunks, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, it's summertime. We've re-enrolled him back in swim. Pretty much said to me, Dad, I, I don't want to do this. And I said, well, part of the reason we're going back is because mom and dad have paid for um, a number of lessons that we missed. And we have like five or six makeup lessons. And we want to take advantage of those uh, because I already paid for it. So we'll sign you up for a month. We'll do those makeups. And, and then we can be done with it. We'll just go to the community pool. First one, he went reluctantly. The second one last week, he complained of not feeling well right before the swim lesson. And then this week, he once again was like, I don't think I feel well right before the lesson. And my wife got really upset. She goes, if you don't want to go, you just tell me you don't want to go. Now, mind you, he's told me that he hasn't doesn't want to go. I've told her that I don't want him to go anymore. Uh, I've told her uh, that I think it's better and a better investment to just be at the community pool. Um, and we've said this many different ways, but her response is, I want him involved in something. And this is something he actually enjoys and likes to do. So I'm keeping him in swim. So we get in this, this dialogue around why she's frustrated with him for not telling her the truth in regards to why he doesn't want to go to swim lessons. And she goes, have you ever told me you don't want to go? And, and his response was, yeah, I have told you. And she's like, no, you haven't. And I was like, and I, and I hate to interject, right? This is one of those parenting things where... You don't want to step on the toes of your spouse, but yet you don't want to watch your child be accused of not telling the truth. Um, and in my experience, and this is a disagreement her and I are having, in, in not so many words, you're calling him a liar. And I said to her, he has told you and I've told you. So now we're at this point of him getting to the point of not wanting to tell you exactly, hey, I don't want to go because that hasn't been effective. Now he's making up other excuses like I'm sick, I'll throw up in a pool just so he doesn't have to go because when he says I don't want to go to swim lessons anymore, your response is I want you involved in something and that something has to be swim lessons at this point because there aren't any other options that we've found right now. So our conversation after all of this, her and I was that she wants me to not interject when she's having a conversation with our son. It feels as though she's undermined. And I appreciate and respect that. But what my request of her was, was to listen to her responses to him. Just because you don't like the answer or what he's saying doesn't mean it's not his truth. And parents, just listen. I don't know jack about parenting. Like this, this whole thing, this is a, a a sore spot of frustration with me is that my wife and I can't have a dialogue. I said, just and, and and I'm not trying to be critical of her. I said, but just listen to your responses to him when he says, "You ask him a question, 
Did you ever tell me that you don't want to go? His response is yes. And your response to him is no, you didn't. Just because you don't remember or you didn't receive it when he said it because you deflected it by saying, well, I want you involved in something. So this is what you're going to do. Doesn't mean he didn't say it. But because you didn't receive it, he didn't feel heard. Because he didn't feel heard in that way, he decides to go about it another way. And then you're saying to him that he's not being truthful. But when he was truthful, he wasn't rewarded or heard because it's not what you wanted to hear. And then I gave her some other examples. I said, it's it's not in moms out there. Listen, listen to your spouse, listen to your children. I think this is the biggest challenge in, in society today. We're not hearing what our children are saying and then we're upset that they stop communicating with us. So let's just bring this full circle and, and, and bring it back to the biggest challenge in this whole parenting thing is, look, we don't know anything about it. When we're doing co-parenting, right, and there are two parents involved, we come from different backgrounds. We come from different perspectives. We come from different experiences. And we don't always see eye to eye. But from the outside looking in, if we're willing to be honest with ourselves and with each other, we have to take the constructive criticism that we're getting from each other even though it may hurt you know what I said to my wife as we had this conversation was I just want you to listen to your responses to him allow his his answer to be enough whether you like it or not allow it to be enough last week when he said he wasn't feeling well for swim practice later on in the day after he's bouncing off the walls and got his way and I said, hey, I got a question for you. And I said, well, I just want you to be honest in the answer. I just want you to tell me the truth and, and I'm going to be okay with it. And I said, were you sick or did you just not want to go? And he said, a little bit of both. My stomach wasn't feeling right and I just don't want to do swimming lessons anymore. I said, well, thank you for being honest. My challenge in that is, and, and, and to my fault is I didn't share that information with my wife. But I'm going to tell you why. Ladies, listen. If I've already said it to her five times and I'm clarifying with my son and I don't know how to communicate it any other way than he does not want to do this anymore, I feel as though it's falling on deaf ears. So guess what? subconsciously I just decided not to share it with her I didn't I didn't say out loud in my mind hey you know what I'm not gonna share that with her because she's not gonna listen I just defaulted to I've already told her multiple times she's probably not gonna hear it this time either until we had this and, and for lack of a better term small altercation this afternoon around him faking not feeling well again 
And then her response is, well, why don't you guys just tell me? Why is nobody communicating to me? And the better question is, why is the way we're communicating not effective enough? Why can't we just tell you and you take it for face value? I'm not interested anymore. I've been in swim lessons for three years. I've maxed out as what I could do there. It's kind of boring at this point. They've taught me what they could teach me. I just want to go swim and go to a pool. <sighs> different parenting styles, different communication styles. Don't know what's most or least effective and just trying to get through this parenting journey in one piece, one family unit, right? And 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 learn from these discussions and try to become better. At the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. I'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.